Red alert, red alert, newsflash, newsflash, newsflash. Nobody cares about the audio equipment that you use, and you don't have to spend an arm and a leg to get good-sounding audio. And that's what I want to discuss today. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to Podcastage. If that intro did not capture your attention, I don't think anything ever will. But today I want to explore the idea of diminishing returns with microphones and give you a couple of price points where I think this law becomes very apparent, and hopefully this will help you avoid spending unnecessary money. Category 1. Dynamic Microphones First up, we are on one of the most affordable microphones out there, the Behringer XM8500. This goes for $20, and frankly, it performs way better than it has any right to. And this is an anomaly. I don't think this is standard for $20 microphones. This is a standout in this price point. Mic one. Now we are on the Shure SV100. This goes for about $30, and in my opinion, this is much more in line with what you should be expecting at this price point. It's harsh, it's not necessarily good sounding, really bad handling noise, kind of resonant, just not a great sounding microphone. And now to break up the Shure show, now we are on the SE Electronics SEV7. This is a $100 microphone, so we have doubled in price from the SV200, and the sound quality, in my opinion, is more than two times better than the SV200. So you're paying twice as much, but you're getting a bit better sound. Okay, that's the first $100 microphone. Let's get back to the Sure Show. Say that five times fast. It's really hard. It's really hard to say that. And now for the vocal version of that microphone, we are on the Shure SM58, which also costs around $100, and everybody has heard this microphone. If you've listened to a podcast, if you've gone to a show, this is one of the most common dynamic microphones, if not the most common dynamic microphone, or maybe most common microphone. I don't know. But there you go. $100 microphone, probably, probably the most popular microphone of all time. Now we have increased in price by 20%. We are on the Sennheiser E835, a much brighter, much more detailed, much more articulate sounding microphone. Some might classify it as condenser-like because it does have so much more detail. That is thanks to a very big treble boost. Oh, by the way, if you don't know what a 20% increase would have been, we are at $120. There you go, $120 microphone, and this is how it sounds. Now we are jumping way up. Now we have jumped up to $300. This is the Bayer Dynamic M201TG, which is another instrument microphone, but as you can hear, I think it works outstanding on vocals. The thing that I really like about this one is it is a much more balanced sound, and it does have some nice extension into the treble and air without sounding overboosted and without sounding harsh or unnatural. There you go. That's what a $300 dynamic microphone sounds like. Let's move on. Everyone knew that I was going to include this microphone. Now we are on the Shure SM7B. This costs around $400. I have it in neutral mode, and yeah, this is quite a bit more expensive than the $20 XM8500. The reason I like this microphone is it's very smooth and it's very easy to listen to. However, I do know that a lot of people dislike this microphone because they think it's just a little bit too dark, a little bit too dull, and it comes across a little bit too low detail. But there you go, $400 dynamic microphone. 
Now we are on the Electra Voice RE20, which goes for around $450, so 50 bucks more than the SM7B. And the thing that I like about this microphone is it does have a bit more extension into the treble and air. If you don't like how dark the SM7B sounds, you're probably going to lean more towards the RE20 because it does have that airiness to it. It does have that openness to it that is lacking from the SM7B. But there you go, 450 bucks for a dynamic. This is what it's getting you. All right, where in the spectrum from $20 all the way up to $1,000 do I think the law of diminishing returns really kicks in for dynamics? I'm sure you can guess based on the microphone that I'm using. I think that around $100 is where the law really comes into effect. When we listen to the majority of sub $100 microphones, to me, it was very apparent that we were listening to affordable sub $100 dynamic microphones because they all had pretty big flaws, whether it be too much noise due to a high impedance, whether it be extremely unpleasant tones making it unlistenable, or too much handling noise. All of them had their drawbacks and it made it apparent that they were affordable mics. But once we get to around $100, that really opens us up to the professional handheld dynamic microphone market. And there are so many options here that no matter what, you're going to find a microphone that fits the tonal preferences for you, fits the sound profile that you're looking for. That's what I was trying to say. Now, a lot of these microphones do still have their drawbacks. Some of them do sound kind of artificial. Some of them are pretty bad with plosives and some suffer from handling noise as well. But as long as you use them properly, I think you're able to get some really great sounds out of microphones that cost around $100. And then when we get to the more expensive dynamics like the M201TG and up, I think the biggest difference is the tonal characteristics. I think what you're getting here is a more nuanced and more balanced sound profile. So if you're in a studio, you're going to benefit from that but I don't think the majority of listeners will notice that difference. And the other really big difference from the SM7B and up is the fact that you do have built-in EQ switches on all the microphones, whether it be adding a presence boost or just on the RE20, you only have a high pass filter, but on all three of those higher end mics, you do have some form of EQ built into it. And the last thing that I'll say is when you're looking at microphones like the SM7B, you're also getting the added benefit of improved plosive protection, which you aren't getting on a lot of the $100 handheld dynamics because that's pretty brutal, brutal, not brutal, but yeah, improved plosive protection. There you go. That's all I've got for dynamics. Let's jump to the next section. Category B, condenser microphones. First up, we are on the Niewer NW700. This goes for between $20 and $30. It's an extremely popular budget microphone, but it doesn't sound amazing, and one of the big drawbacks rings like a bell, very resonant and not well built. $20 to $30, bucks, this is what you're getting, and reasonable for the price, but not going to be amazing for anyone. Next, we are on the Audio-Technica AT2020. This goes for around $100, and it is another extremely popular home studio microphone. As you can tell, it does sound quite a bit better than the NW700, but to my ears, it's just not the most balanced. It's not the smoothest sound, but for $100, I really can't complain. But 
This is what $100 is going to get you in the condenser side of things. Now we're jumping up in price quite a bit to $270. This is the Rode NT1, and to my ears, this just gives us a much more balanced and detailed sound without sounding overboosted or artificial. Another really big pro over the prior microphones is the noise performance, the self-noise performance in particular. When you get to this level, the noise of the microphone is really negligible. And just for a good measure, here is another $500 data point. This is the Shure KSM32, and here is how this sounds. I love this because of how smooth it is. Just one of the sweetest top ends of any condenser microphones I've used. There you go, $500 price point, here's how it sounds. $550 price jump, anyone? Now we are at $1,250. This is the Austrian Audio OC818 to piss everybody off. And this is a multi-pattern microphone. The thing that I love about this is all the features, but it gives you all that detail while maintaining a very smooth top end, which is pretty rare. You're just getting a more refined sound, and a bit of new technology. It does allow for dual capsule output, which you can control with a plug-in in your DAW and post, or you can plug in a Bluetooth receiver and control the microphone from your phone. So you are getting additional technology for that price jump. And why not essentially triple the price of the prior microphone? Now we are on the Neumann. Hello, Neumann. U87AI. <laughs> this goes for about $3,700, and this is what it sounds like. It is undeniably a great sounding microphone that does your voice absolutely zero favors, but I also think that it's undeniable that part of that price tag comes from the badge that sits right there on the front, that name. But as far as sound profile goes, it is outstanding. And there you go, those are all the samples for the condenser microphones. Now let me give you my summary or conclusion, whatever it is. Now this was a lot more difficult for condensers because of the variance in price. Condensers range from $20 all the way up to an excess of $10,000. You can find $20,000 condenser microphones. So finding just one price point was extremely difficult. So I had to compromise and come up with a price band where I think the law of diminishing returns really comes into play and that price band is $250 to $500. You could make an argument that $170 with the King B or $100 with the AT2020 but I think the King B2 is a bit of an outlier. With the AT2020 I do think it has its drawbacks with the excessive self noise of I think 20 dBA and don't even get me started on the Neewer. So 250 to 500. I already pointed out the issues that I have with the Neewer and the AT2020 and that will tell you what kind of benefits you're getting from upgrading to a 250 to $500 microphone. But what are you getting if you buy a microphone that exceeds that $500 price point? With something like the OC818, I think you are getting that more refined sound quality, that smoother top end, as well as some really cool technology, which does take R&D. And you as the consumer are going to be paying for that research and development. Then when we look at stuff like the Neumann U87AI, the Telefunken Elam 251, the Sony C800G, 
you are going to be paying for that brand name, but you are also paying for that unique and identifiable sound profile, and you're paying for the bragging rights, because if you run a studio, people are going to want to see, oh, they use a U87, oh, they use a C800, they have an Elam 251, they have $11,000 microphone, wow! You're paying for that as well. But it is undeniable, they sound great, but you're paying a lot for that. To summarize this video into about 30 seconds, I think that the law of diminishing returns really comes into play for Dynamics around $100 where you have the SM58, the SEV7, the E835, and a whole plethora of other handheld Dynamics. And for condenser microphones, I think the law really comes into effect between $250 where the Rode NT1 LCT440 sit and $500 where you have stuff like the Shure KSM32, you have the SE4400A, in between that you have dozens of microphones to pick from to really get the exact sound that you want. And you might be limited with features, but the sound quality will be more than sufficient for 99% of applications. I also want to add a couple more notes. The first one being, I do not think that you need to spend $100 to $500 on a microphone in order to make content online. I do not think that's the case at all. I think that people are more than capable of making content with a $20 microphone, whether it be the XM8500 or the Niwer NW700. You might just need to get a little bit more creative with how you record it and how you process it to make sure that it's as listenable as possible. But I think you are more than capable of making content with affordable microphones. I'm not saying you need one. What a great way to end the video. Just stab myself in the chin. <laughs> I don't think you need $100 to $500 microphones. I also don't think you need to stab yourself with microphone quick releases. Idiot. And secondly, if you do want to spend $1,000, $3,700, or $12,000 on a microphone, I'm not telling you not to do that. I'm just reminding you that the vast majority of listeners will not be able to tell the difference between a $500 microphone and a $1,000 microphone or a $100 microphone and a $3,700 microphone. So just keep that in mind when you're considering buying a really expensive microphone. You should be buying it because you enjoy it and because you want it, not because you think it's gonna make your content 10 times better and every single audience member is automatically gonna love it. Because remember, a huge amount of your audience is likely listening to your audio through crappy cell phone speakers or through crappy Apple earbuds. So they are not going to have the tools to decipher the subtle differences between a Neumann U87 and an Austrian Audio OC818 or an SE Electronics V7. And that is it for this video, but I do have two things to point out. First, I did record a lot more microphone comparisons, but it made the video too long, so I'm going to put all the mic comparisons on Podcastage 2. Go check that out, youtube.com slash podcastage2, or I will have the video linked in one of the corners. And secondly, if you do want higher quality audio of this video, I will upload that to podcastage.com. I will throw a link to the blog post in the description down below. That is it. I was off my game today. This was a rough one to get through. <laughs> it was a rough one. Hopefully it wasn't rough to watch, but I struggled through it. Anyway, if you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, 
Go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Hit it, big ol' thumbs down. Want more videos? Blah, 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 blah. And if you want to be one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button or going to patreon.com slash podcastage and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really, truly does help me continue to bring you these videos. So until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. I hated that.